Hi, Kitty Girls. I'm John Polly, your official Drag Race podcast host. And before we start this week's podcast with my fabulous guest, Season 11's Sugar Cane, I want to first say thanks for listening. I hope you are staying safe and coping out there with all the current COVID-19 intenseness that is going on. Sugar Cane and I recorded this podcast a few weeks ago before the current pandemic had really, truly altered everybody's lives here in the U.S. and before so many of us, including Drag race queens were having to stay at home, avoid public events, and shelter in place. So at the end of the podcast, I'm going to check in for an update with Suga to see how she, as one of New York City's finest queens, is doing, how the world is feeling, and the whole shebang. So stick around, please. FYI, I'm recording the intro you're hearing now on Friday, March 27th. And as we know right now, all live drag shows, all live anything, is being postponed till who knows when. But queens, being the amazing sources of unifying power in the community that they are, have taken their shows online, as I'm sure you're very well aware. Events like the Digital Drag Fest, the Work the World live streaming benefit on April 4th, all these things are changing how we get to see queens. And thankfully, Drag Race is still on every Friday night on VH1. So thank God that drag is going to keep on kicking. Now, it's time for this week's episode. So here we go. So hey, Chef Sugar Cane. Hey, what's up, John? What's cooking? My cakes. That's what's cooking. <laughs> um, chocolate cake with buttercream frosting oh. and a raspberry filling, honey. Yes, please. So good. We I have one it. right here. Yes, we're eating it. No, yeah. Sadly, no. <laughs> I wish. Do, is there a lot of sugar in the things you bake? A lot of sugar in everything. <laughs> like, legit. Um, Easter's coming up, so it's oh, like God. my favorite holiday, and I'm yes. so excited to, like, I bake cookies and cupcakes and Everything just because it's fun and pastel and beautiful. Oh, that's good. She has risen. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope she was never down, girl. <laughs> Hello, 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 squirrel friends. I'm John Polly, a producer on RuPaul's Drag Race and a drag race historian. And welcome, welcome, welcome to a brand new season of the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. Or as we like to call it. She's already the Brought to you by World of Wonder and VH1. This podcast takes you through every new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 12. Each week, I'm joined by RuPaul's Drag Race icons, i.e. the queens who have made herstory to talk about this new season and their own drag race experiences. So thank you for listening. And warning, there's going to be what? Spoilers! Yes, sugar. It's going to be all spurled <laughs> up in here. So consider yourself warned. And keep up. Make sure you watch RuPaul's Drag Race every Friday on VH1 at 8 p.m. 7 Central or you can watch in select territories on wow Presents plus if you're someplace that doesn't get vh1 imagine it now having said that i am here with one of the most beloved queens for season 11 she's sweet she's raw she's a close personal friend of charo's hey sugarcane ah, hey john how are you i'm amazing i'm so glad to be here and like talk about the new girls it's a fun season so far it is a fun season yeah. so do you know a lot of the new york ladies i do i do um i know britta and jan well uh mm -hmm. britta actually was the first person one of the first queens i met when i did my first paid gig in Ooh. new york city it was her and jiggly we did a competition oh. with sweetie um and yeah <laughs> oh. and then i met jan the people that i don't know well are nikki and jackie i'm getting to know them now it's a whole new world <laughs> and you're in california now is your family still in california my family's still in california the whole entire crew they live up in NorCal. So, yeah. where did you grow up? 
I grew up in a small town called Paradise, California. Well, actually, Magalia. So it's okay. way, 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 way up in the mountains. And we know about Paradise because it yes. was horribly destroyed. The campfire. The- it totally was. It's devastating. My beautiful little town is like... N- not the same. My parents lost their home. A bunch of my friends did. So we've been like, you know, just trying to, yeah. you know, start afresh. So my parents have a brand new house and they're like fixing it up. So things happen, but you know, you got to stay positive. Yes. Well, We're- you are spreading the love and the light and the sugar. I'm trying, honey. <laughs> well, this week's episode is a medical drama. As current as today's headlines. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's sickening in a nice way. Oh, girl, we are. Oh, it's terrible. Now, in the first episode, we hear about Heidi's visit to the ER of her kale drama or whatever. <laughs> Were there any, and since this is a medical themed episode with great gaze anatomy, <laughs> was there any like any weird like ailments or like medical dramas on, on the set in season 11? I don't think so. You know, other than the girls like, you know, just being, you know, crazy. Uh, <laughs> you did um, have some misshapen back alley butt pads. I mean, I really did. Uh, I've learned my lesson. <laughs> and this week is an acting challenge. You're no stranger to an acting challenge, Miss uh, Why I Gotta Be Black Panther. Yo, those are my favorites. They're so much fun. Uh, that Black Panther one was one of my favorite challenges of the season. And you got um, raves as Auntie Maxine. Yes, Miss Maxine. If you stay woke, you won't have to get woke. <laughs> Damn, that is so good. <laughs> <laughs> it was, you know, like they say, there's no small parts, only small actors. So, like, it wasn't a big part, but you got to come in and make a bang. What do you remember the most about shooting it or doing that? Or What I remember most uh, is that I actually had the idea of uh, not wearing heels and Maxi being, Auntie Maxine being in her slippers and holding her heels because, you yeah. know, she's older. Than- and I remember walking on that set and Michelle just giving me daggers. <sighs> and we did the first thing and she goes is there a reason why you're not wearing heels? And I was like, oh my God, I totally effed everything up. Like, I'm in trouble. And I was like, I gave her my, you know, my little reason why. And she was like, can you please put your heels on? And I was like, I'll just do that. (laughs) So I was nervous. You took direction well. I did. I was not trying to mess with Michelle, girl. Oh my God. Now, which would you, if you had your choice, would you do want to do Why It Gotta Be Black Panther or Gay's Anatomy? Having watched it now. I like Gay's Anatomy. (laughs) I love this one. It was so good. Gay's Anatomy, hands down. Gorgeous. Okay, so it's the opening scene. The queens are back after last week. So they all walk in. There's a little chit-chat. It's, you know, it's a new day in the workroom. They're talking about, like, being away from men and who's the trade. Jada declares herself to be the trade. (laughs) And I I cracked up over Heidi's line to Jan. I think Jan would be trade if she had her boy brows. I live. You know, the banter at the at the work table is perfect. I love a confident queen, so Miss Jada, amen. She's cute. So why? Why not be confident, girl? Talking about brows. I don't have any. I have none. So I feel uh, Jan's pain. How is the balance of like, okay, what I'm what I'm what I'm looking like for drag mm-hmm. and what I'm looking like out of drag? Is was there ever is there ever like a hmm, how far do I want to go to be ready for my any drag moment? Yeah. As well as my life out of drag. You know, well, what ha- what ha- what happened was I was running late to a gig in New York City and it was with Dusty Ray Bottoms and that was when she was on the show and I wasn't so I was like uh and I didn't want to be late so I just shaved them off because I was there was no way I was going to do my makeup and I was <laughs> such a baby queen you know and now I just don't care anymore I have a lovely uh, fiance so no you look gorgeous and I didn't even notice until we suddenly mentioned brows and I'm like she ain't got no, like, brows. I have no brows easy breezy it's so easy and this it's so smooth so we get a room mail from Rue in which she's, we're getting some little medical clues. Are you feeling a little sickening? 
And then they cut to Crystal coughing in the room, and I'm like, oh, Lord, where's my, where's my face mask? Where's no! my sanitizer? But it was perfect. And then basically we got to set up that they're going to be starring in a medical drama, Gay's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. But the pit crew come in with little pill bottles to everybody because what's happening? Um, well, now they have to figure out who is going to choose the, the roles. Girl, I live. I love it when the pit crew comes in because all the girls just like lose their minds. What was really cute was to actually see them like doing like the checkups on the girls and like they're like <laughs> fainting all over them. They're so adorable. It's hilarious. Well, they pass out the pills and yeah. whoever gets the two pink pills gets to do the casting for the acting challenge. Correct. And it's Gigi and Nikki Gigi Doll. Gigi and Nikki Doll, the lucky ones. Would you want to be in charge of casting? I would. Absolutely. I'd want to be like that leadership role. I feel like I'm a... Uh, you know, a leader. And it's nice to tell girls what to do. And would you have any problems <laughs> giving somebody a role they didn't want? Or how diplomatic would you be? You got to you gotta take the lead. So Sorry about that's part of the game, girl. <laughs> Calm down. I know these, these girls get pressed. Yeah. They get like really pressed about it. You never know these acting challenges. Like you can have the tiniest role. And if you just go for it. Totally. You know? 100%. I think a lot of girls forget that those tiny roles are where the gold mine it really yes. could be. Well, they end up divvying up the roles. Widow's not thrilled with her role. Aiden's like, fine, I'll do the role I'm given. But Widow's kind of fuming. Um, so by the time Rue comes in to talk to them about, you know, who are you playing? How do mm-hmm. you feel? What are you going to bring to this? He gets to Widow and she isn't pleased with her role. And I love it that Rue says, You wanted to play Black China, is that right? <laughs> that was hilarious. I never cackled so, so loud. That just, she, It was perfect. <laughs> And then, and then Ru, you know, Widow says she she wanted to play something serious, and Ru's like, "Huh?" Uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. That's that's the key to you're about to go home if you're trying to be serious at RuPaul's Drag Race. None of them, nobody wants to see that at all whatsoever. I know. Well, that's kind of the secret in any challenge on Drag Race. It's like make RuPaul laugh, and mm-hmm. you're good. A hundred percent. Acting challenge, like performance challenge, fashion challenge. She wants to be like amused and entertained. I mean, we all do. It's yes. Playtime. And did you ever get stuck with a role? Or being stuck on a team that you didn't want to be on. I did get stuck with the role that I didn't want to do. And that was the back alley buck pads. LADP, uh, you and Silky. You know, because, yeah, I knew that it was going to be hard to play the church lady. And Silky's character was so much more fun. I definitely did not want that character. So I, I think there was a part where I was like, how am I going to do this? Mm-hmm. I definitely got in my head about that. But, um, you know, you just got to make it work. Well, as Jada said, now I'm, now I'm going to sound hard. So Jada says, this is not RuPaul's excuse, it's right? It's not. It is not. You just got to take it and run with it. Oh my God. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, it's going to get so emotional, baby. Get your rose petals ready. Amen. (laughs) Hey, kittens. You love drag and you love drag queens. So you will love the glitz, glamour, and gaggy shows and series you can watch via WoW Presents Plus, the streaming service from World of Wonder, where you can dig into lots of draggedy content from some of your favorite queens on the planet, including brand new episodes of Fashion Photo Review every week. You can catch up on the epic first season of RuPaul's Drag Race UK and fasten your seatbelts because a new second season of Work the World is coming to take you on tour and behind the scenes with the greatest queens alive as they travel the globe. So, get the details on how to watch all of these and more at wowpresentsplus.com. That's wowpresentsplus.com. Or you can get the Wow Presents Plus app on your mobile device, all for just a few coins a month. So, ka-ching, bam, and watch. Bye. Bye. 
Okay, so I'm back with Sugar Cane, and we are taking the temperature of episode five of RuPaul's Drag Race season 12, and it's Gay's Anatomy, honey. Hey, McSugary. Hey. McSweetie. <laughs> McSweetie. And there's going to be some McSpoilers, so watch out, kids. I okay, I just thought of a really good possible medical drag name. What is it? Ivy Winters. Oh. <laughs> But I'm sorry. <laughs> so bad, but okay. yet so good. What past season queens are you closest with? Desiree Bottoms is one of my really good friends. I absolutely love and adore her. You know the New York queens like Alexis, uh, Michelle. Yes. Those are the queens that I, I love and adore, and we talk often. Who do you like text with the most? Um, probably Scarlett. Because uh, I'll text Dusty, but she don't respond <laughs> to like days later. But uh, Scarlett, she's one of my besties. I love her. She's okay. crazy. So they go in, they rehearse the challenge. Carson's directing them. He's having fun. Widow, for being for, for being in her head, she she's, she's really she's fun. She's hilarious. She's really yes. doing really well. I like that. Um, I like the comment about Britta spitting all over Aiden. All I ever remember her doing, like in her performances in New York City, is like if you're in the front row, you are in the splash zone, bitch. And, oh my like, god, you're gonna get like covered spitta? in spit. Oh, spit, <laughs> spit, no filter. Spilled. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh my god, always spitting. Girl. You seen that mouth? It's huge. <laughs> <laughs> so they're back in the workroom after doing the challenge. Uh, they're getting ready for the runway, and then we hear from Jackie. They start talking about family and stuff, and Jackie kind of talks about. Her mom has just never really approved of anything about her being gay, really. And she's kind of feeling some feelings. It's devastating. I mean, this this part of the episode really got me. Like, I was crying. Yeah. You know, I just... It's such a shame that families, as accepted as we are, like, are still having issues. And, uh, yeah. you know, I think the girls were, like, super supportive, which is beautiful to see. But I love what Jada said about, you know, once her parents see that, you know, he's successful and then he's yeah. doing things that hopefully will come around. Because it is true. Your parents just want to see you thrive and knowing that they did a good job and want to know that you're okay. Right, you're successful. Clearly, Taking care of yourself. Great, yeah, absolutely. Yes, and then poor Widow, we talk, she talks about her mom who was <sighs> killed in a car crash. Oh, Jesus, like that really got my heart. Like, yeah. And then for her to say, you know, that the last thing she said, she was mad at her mom and then she never really got to have that closure, so... Um, I know this was like a few minutes in the workroom and this is like emotions. This is like beyond gaze anatomy. This is like real. It it really is real. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all got me. But it's also like you see how like courageous and just like people fight to be who they want to be. 100%. And they have sometimes family supporting them. Mm -hmm. Some don't. The courage is just sticking a claim on who you want to be and performing. It's it's pretty amazing. Absolutely. And like you always find your tribe. There's always people there to support you. And you realize like how common these stories are like yeah. you know and so it's good to be able to have the, the courage to share that yes um, yes well so you go girls now we're gonna like put a cape on it because <laughs> it's runway time <laughs> yes and the theme is planet of the capes i live i'm Category. still hoping someone would have come out as like a monkey with a cape Ah, right? I mean, oh my God. I always support an accessory. Amen. A capelet. A full cape. <laughs> cape fears. These queens are very capable. They basically. are very capable. Who were your favorite runway looks? Um, Sherry Pies. Elvis. It was beautiful. I love that it was like playing with gender, but then the gorgeous Thunderbird on the back. Like, that was cute. I liked Aiden's as well. Because mm-hmm. um, it was different. All the other girls had big, large capes, but mm-hmm. hers was like a little capelet. And like, the look was just really together. I loved it. 
And who else? They're like, oh, Crystal. Crystal was gorgeous. Um, you know, they were talking about her makeup in the previous uh, episode. So she looked beautiful. I loved the way it all came together. It was like this little fantasy. That it I was. was. It was like flowery and free and groovy. I love that Rue says, um, ladies and gentlemen, Rita Coolidge. <laughs> Who's like a 70s, 80s, the kids like, don't know. like, you know, pop star. She yep. was like involved with Chris Christopherson. Look her I, up. I love She had some hits. Google um, it. Very groovy. Britta was like big red riding crop. <laughs> she was killing me. It was, it was, it was a lot. Michelle was like, oh, it's more about the bodysuit than the cape. But I liked the spirit behind it. I did too. I, she looked, her body looked amazing. I, I'm always a fan of a Troop Beverly Hills reference. Oh, so yes, Gigi, absolutely. It was cookie time. Yes. It's always cookie time with me. <laughs> Sugar. Hey, man. Okay, so we watched the sketch. They play back the Giz Anatomy Challenge for the kids to watch. Who are your favorites in the challenge? It's so funny. That opening group was, like, super solid with Jackie and Gigi and Britta. I really like that. Um, Sherry, when she came out as a mother in that ridiculous voice, it was too much. Her, Widow Von Du. Widow Von Du was perfect like her timing was so great you know what they said that nikki wasn't you know the best but like she made me laugh Uh i thought she did a great job so i was you know i was team nikki for this one too and i was weirdly fascinated by aiden's oh ghosty thing because it was just so bizarre i i was entertained yes i felt like they were it was a strong group I thought mm-hmm. they were all really, really strong. Yeah, Aiden yeah. was funny. And what about mm-hmm. Heidi and Crystal mm-hmm. bound together by a fork? Um, that was stupid. <laughs> and I love it. Um, but they did a great job. I think they were really great together. Crystal, you know, I liked her physical comedy. Yeah. She did a really great job. Like, yeah, it was yeah. so great. Okay, another quick break. When we get back, we're going to get some decisions. And Rue throws down a gauntlet, honey. Oh, Lord. Hang on. And now a word from World of Wonder and Trixie Mattel and Katya from Self-Isolation. Hello. Hi. How are you? Girl, this quarantine is making me lose my grip on reality. Girl, I am watching Kristen Wiig do Imagine in a melancholy tone. I think we're all figuring it out. Yes, that's Trixie and Katya coming to you from their new podcast for UN. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. You know you want it. Original Bizarre Podcast Bliss. I have a confession to make. What? I spent a solid two days binge watching old episodes of Oh. Oh my God, I did too. (laughs) See, drag queens, they're just like us. So it's a joy to hear Trixie inform you that now is the time to release the show in podcast format so fans can listen again and again and again while they sit in isolation. Now that sounds healthy to me. I think that's really cool. (laughs) So... There you have it. Trixie and Katya and Un, the podcast. Listen now, wherever you get yours. Okay, we are back with Miss Sugar Kane. Hey, y'all. It's the Gay's Anatomy episode. The queens have been prancing in capes. We've seen them acting. Y'all, at this point, anything can happen. So... Rue calls out names, and the first batch are all the girls who stood out. Yes. And then she declares a winner with Miss Sherry Pie. Yes. And then they're all dismissed, and then it's one of those times where everyone left on stage is up for elimination. And you've been there. Girl, yes, I have been there. It's rough. You're going through everything. Like, you're trying to be like, what did I mess up? How did I mess right. up? How am I going to judge? In hindsight, like, I realized it was like, have fun with the judges on there. Like, I yeah. like it when the judges say something and the girls just kind of clap back or do something silly. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? But 
you know, it, right. it's scary. And that was the Mariah. Yes, the Mariah challenge was the rough one. The Halloween ball was another rough one. The Mariah one was, was a six-way lip sync. Oh, yeah. Right? Yes. Oh, honey. That was terrifying. <laughs> it was crazy. I had never, I hadn't seen RuPaul so mad, like, ever. The way she, like, looked at us where I was like, we we are in, we are in trouble. Not since um, the Shakespeare episode. Oh, yeah. And I, when I got home, I went back to watch that. And I was like, oh, yeah, we we really screwed that one up. <laughs> oh, my God. So, anyway, Ru goes through, you know, they give critiques for all of them. Some get praise. Some get, mm, criti- you know, harsher critiques. And then it's time to throw somebody under the ambulance because Ru asks... <laughs> Who deserves to go home tonight and why? This is the worst question as a queen to get. And I learned the hard way because the first time we were like, oh, no, like we are all to blame. And that, you know, the six way happened. Yes. After that, I was like, I'm throwing every girl up here (laughs) under the bus, the ambulance, the train, like anything. It is a competition. So you just have to answer. But then you also make friends with the girls. So you can definitely see who was like a little nervous to. I was just like gasping at all of these. I I, I don't want anybody to go home. Yeah. But it's like Jada says Heidi, mm-hmm. Britta says Nikki, yeah. Heidi says Nikki, Crystal says Nikki, then Nikki says Nikki. Girl, that is like the first lesson on that said never say yourself. Yeah, it was sad to see her kind of feel defeated, yeah. you know, in that moment. Yeah, um, yeah. And like Rue was nice. She actually gave her a chance to be like, okay, if not you, someone else. Right. Like I would recuse myself. Recuse <laughs> I said, I want to choose nobody, but then I'd be sent home because of that. I'd be like, nope. Who would you have said in this challenge deserved to be? Um, I I would say Heidi mm-hmm. as well. Her runway look wasn't that good compared to the other girls. And the acting, she was great. But like compared to the other, like some of them, like some of them were just really good. Yeah. So I, yeah. Well, and she's so freaking lovable. And she's amazing. I love her. She's so fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Rue's like, well, you know what? A lip sync's going to determine, determine this. Mm-hmm. And if only the presidential candidates... <laughs> Could be decided this way. Could you imagine? I want to see Bernie Sanders like pop lock and drop it. <laughs> like <laughs> Bernice Anders. Bernice. Who would you think would be the best lip sync? Okay. Joe Biden in closet. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Bernie, I don't know. I don't know. Bring back like Cory Booker. Bring back Kamala girl. Um, <laughs> I think Elizabeth would kind of throw down. Yes. Let's be real. Yes, like, she'd have a plan. Uh, no, she would have a plan. <laughs> she would. <laughs> so I want to see the blueprint for that lip sync girl. Okay. We get to our bottom two, who are Heidi and Nikki. The song is Heart to Break by Kim Petras. Work. I love her. She's amazing. So Nikki is really sleek and smooth, and she's giving that version of the song elegance and motions, but Miss Heidi is putting her heart and guts into it. She's bumping and kicking and turning and scooting. Girl, it is a show. I am living. I love to see these girls fight for their lives. And you can see, like, when somebody really wants it, it's so... Oh, absolutely. It's so clear. Heidi, she loses her wig for a second, but like... It was Monique Hart all over again, girl. <laughs> but it's back on. It's not in the rafters. It's staple, staple. I can't believe it. Like, no one should be losing their wig no. at any time, especially on Drag Race. Come on. Thank you. Thank you. Is it forgivable? Um, No. <laughs> that is a big and well it is because she stays <laughs> yes I, I suppose and then so yeah so sadly we have to say goodbye to nikki doll it's like uh again i don't want to see anybody go because this whole cast is is, is strong the, you know what they are strong and it's fun to see them together and so yeah losing one of the sisters is never a good thing but you know she came she did her thing she worked it out and like 
super proud of her. And I do have to give props to Nikki. She is one of the nicest, the coolest, the most wildly beautiful queens ever. And she's just such a good spirit. And and this sounds very Pollyanna, but like <laughs> everybody, I want to say there's no losers on Drag Race. Everyone gets no. a platform. Everyone gets a chance to, 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 to shine. A hundred percent. I mean, you know, you always have a, a vision for yourself and you may want to go super far. And if you don't make it like I, for me, I always think it's meant for a reason. So like you're meant to do something great and like. You're going to. So who would you say you're a top three for the whole season so far? I didn't know Jackie Cox Mm -hmm. that well. And I love her. I think she's doing an incredible job on this season. She's one of my favorites. I love Jada. I love Jada. She's gorgeous. She's stunning. She's fun. Gigi, she's a, she's, proven that she actually has the chops to like come yeah. come to play with these acting queens and and i'm gonna say i love jan she's like we started drag together so seeing her on there like I, it's just for me i just i'm so proud of her and it's just so fun to watch her like yeah. kind of like you know do the thing and what would what's your i mean you perform all the time but if you were back on drag race having to fight for your life what would be the lip sync song that you would destroy oh my god what's your dream uh, lip syncing song you know i would want um I want to do like something uh, like classic. Like, so one of that, one of the songs that I love is like, don't bring me no bad news. Yes. It's just like super energetic and fun from the, Wiz. Uh, from the Wiz. But I do the one that Mary J. Blige did. Oh no. It is so good. Yes. Like it is literally like one of my favorites. Um, Something energetic. I want to do something like fun that I can jump around and twirl. I never got to do that. Oh. So like as old as I am, I like to do stuff like that. So like think by Aretha Franklin, I would yes. live to do that. Like oh. it'd be so fun. Yes, yes, noted. It's put it's put it's put in the file yes, for next, next give season. Give it to me. Um, now, when did you start drag? Um, I started drag maybe like five years ago, three years ago. So, yeah. so it's recent. You know, yeah. drag the art form of drag is recent for me. But um, no, but I I used to watch Drag Race, uh, yeah. and I remember the first episodes, and I loved it. And I never because uh, you must have been out and seen drag queens as a younger you know a yeah, younger gay person. Absolutely, I've I've always idolized um, in San Francisco. Juanita Moore is yes. amazing. I like I love her, and I've seen her Katya Smirnoff Sky. These queens that I seen like kind of like performing doing opera. That was the first time I was like, oh, actually, I can. That can do opera. Like I can do my opera and do this. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was amazing to kind of see that. And what's next for Sugar? <laughs> I'm working on a lot of fun stuff. I'm super, super excited. I'm working on a, a music project for the kids. Mm-hmm. And I've been waiting for that. Now it feels like yeah. the time. So um, I'm doing that and uh, continuing to do like fun things with Charo, which is like super, super great. Uh, That's it's, I love that you and Charo have become like BFFs. It's a blessing. She is literally one of the most beautiful people, the funniest people, the most talented people I've ever met. And like it is I when I go home, when I go when I go home it feels like i'm going home when yeah. i go to her house and hang out with her fam and we uh do our little projects but like just chill like it feels like i'm at home oh. uh, so yeah it, it's been a, a beautiful a beautiful friendship okay well the next time we'll have you and charlon together yes, <laughs> and that. i'll just sit back I, mean, I'm not gonna <laughs> I mean, you're it. not gonna get a word in edgewise like <laughs> neither of us are <laughs> oh my god well thank you very much oh, thank you for having me oh and i want one more thing i want to ask um at this point, we're like five episodes in. What advice would you give to the girls at this point in the competition? Give it your all. Like, do not second guess yourself. Have fun. Have fun. Have fun. Uh, the moments now, especially, are going to get harder and harder. Um, and you just don't want to, like, you want to make sure that you're just having the best time. Bang. 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 <laughs> Nailed it. Oh. Thank you, Sugar. Thank you. Bye. Bye, kids. Okay, so that was me and Sugarcane discussing this week's Drag Race episode a few weeks back. And here is an update checking back in with Sugar about drag in the time of Corona. Sugarcane, hi. Hi, how are you, John? 
I'm doing okay. It is Friday, March 27th. America is in the middle of a pandemic. People are staying in. Where are you? I am in Phoenix, Arizona right now. I'm at my brother's house by myself. I am so bored. (laughs) Oh my God. How did you end up in Arizona? You're a New York queen. I'm a New York queen. I was in Mexico. I was in Puerto Vallarta. I had a gig out there. um, And uh, I was actually going to stay out there for a month. Uh, But my sister is like crazy about this whole pandemic and started to kind of freak me out. So um, I was on my way back, but my flights kept getting canceled. And they were really nervous about New York is such a hotbed right now. And I guess I had heard someone was there for like six hours in customs and I got panicked. So I was like, you know what, it's easier just to go to Phoenix where my brother lives. I won't have to sit in lines trying to get through customs. So I'm here now FaceTiming my fiance Gilbert every day. I feel so ter- terrible because he's stuck in New York. We're trying to figure out how we're going to get to each other. Oh my God. Yeah, it's, it's kind of wild. Do you all live together in New York? Yeah, we live together in New York. Yeah. Oh my God. So he's stuck at home alone and you're stuck in a condo in Arizona? <laughs> yes. It's insanity. This is this is the beginning of some like drag post-apocalyptic like road trip movie, but it's going to have a happy ending. Absolutely. I was like, I'm like, the only way we're getting to each other is like via a car. So he's either going here or I'm going there, um, but it, it's it's going to happen, but it's, it's going to be a road trip. <laughs> to Brenda Russell, get here if you can. Absolutely. So how is it where you are there? In Arizona, like everything here is like, I don't know where my brother lives. It is by a golf course. There is like no one here. There's just old people golfing and there's like a shopping mall across the street. So like I can go get food. No one's in the stores. Oh my God. It's going to be like that scene in Priscilla <laughs> when, the, when the queens get so stir crazy out in the middle of nowhere, they, they dress up in drag and go into the small town. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, that can happen. I'm, I, I'm, <laughs> I might be that one soul queen. <laughs> you, you'll be the most popular girl at the, at the, at the 19th <laughs> hole. <laughs> Absolutely. For various reasons. Who have you been watching online, like following, whether it's another queen or like Oprah or I don't know, that's been like inspiring you with the stuff they've been doing like during all this? You know what? I, there's so much online and there's so many queens out. I was just watching uh, Bob, the drag queen. She did uh, like a whole thing with um, a bunch of girls from New York and some girls from L.A. I was watching her. Uh, my friends, a lot of the queens in New York are doing like crazy shit. I have a good friend named Androgyny. Did like a pool show in her apartment, like set up an inflatable pool. There's water all over the place. Like it is like complete, like insanity. I was dying laughing. Just water flapping in the water. I'm glad I'm not her downstairs neighbor. It's crazy. Yeah, it's wild. You know, it's cute to everyone's watching like Nina doing the uh, the story time for the kids. I don't know. There's a lot of like um, just girls that I know that are like super creative. Tina Burner is doing her girlesque online. That is hilarious. It's just, it's fun. It's fun to watch. Who are you watching? Well, I've just been popping in on different people. I, I like, you know, on Instagram Live, you'll see like, oh, there's like Heidi in Closet and Crystal Method chatting with each other. Or like, yeah. I was watching Justin Vivian Bond do a concert from like upstate New York last night. Oh, wow. I need to watch uh, Monet Exchange did a thing with Orville Peck, this gay country music artist. I'm obsessed yes. with him. Yeah, he's amazing. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. I'll have to go look for that. They did a show yesterday together. And there's also like the Digital Drag Fest happening. And now you're, you're part of that too, right? Yeah, I'm doing Digital Drag Fest. It's next Sunday, April 5th. So I'm Easter is my favorite holiday. It's a week from Easter. So I'm just going to be doing some silly Easter stuff. 
<laughs> now, in the podcast, you said you're going to be you, you'd probably be making or baking some like pretty pastel sweets for Easter. Will you be doing that still? I want to bake, so I think I'm going to try and make some sugar cookies. Yeah, good cooking. <laughs> you're so good at it. Now, this is a lot because we mentioned in the, in the podcast you talk about your family lost their home in paradise like a year or so ago. And now this craziness in the world, how do you like cope or even process with all that's going on? Yeah, it's a lot. My family, they're so beautiful and they're so positive. My parents are always like, just always been so positive through anything. And through this last hardship this past year, have been like kind of, they've been the rocks in the family. We just talk, we FaceTime. I was literally on the FaceTime with my entire family, I think for like four or five hours the other day. It's a crazy time, but just like keeping in contact and talking and just being silly. Okay, who in your family needs a, needs an online drag makeover if you're like doing <laughs> drag FaceTime? <laughs> um, I would say, oh my God, I want to do them all. I would say my brother. I think that would be hilarious. Because of Drag Race, because of my season, he became a huge fan. He had no idea what RuPaul's Drag Race was. I, his first episode, he sent me a message. He goes, I can't believe I had no idea what this was. He's like, it is the funniest thing I've ever seen. And he's like, like the number one fan in the family. He's like so excited. He knows all the lingo. He follows the girls. So I would definitely love to do my brother. <laughs> Which is What's his name? What's his name? Um, oh, my God. What is his name? What's his real name? Like his oh. first name? Oh, his first name is Paul. Paul. It's Paul. We call him PJ. I would make him Compton Carlita. <laughs> That's who he's going to be, Compton Carlita. That is also a name from like way back in the day from In Living Color, but uh, I, w- I would call him Compton Carlita. <laughs> Has the current state of affairs influenced your mm. drag? Are you finding new music or just like, is it going to change your look somehow? Actually, I've taken this time to work on more music and more like personal music. There'll be more singing from Sugarcane. And you're, you're an opera singer? Yeah, I went to school for opera. I have a master's degree in opera. And I've kind of sat on that for a little bit. When I first started drag, I sang a lot. But, you know... I kind of stop, and now now I'm excited. They'll, yeah, there'll be more singing for me. Okay, you need to drag yourself up and get out on the balcony of your condo <laughs> and give the entire golf course a concert. Let them have it. <laughs> I'm, I'm already the loudest one in this entire complex. <laughs> Let's right. just say I'm the one causing the ruckus. Well, I'm sure they're grateful for you. All right, well, honey, thank you so much. Stay well, stay sane. Shantae, you stay. Thank you. You as well. I know it's like, it's crazy. I know the kids are excited for the podcast and all all of your videos that you put out. So thank you for that. Oh, Lord. I hope so. Um, (laughs) And we'll see you in the Digital Drag Fest on April 5th. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. Thanks, hon. (laughs) Okay. Big, big thanks to Sugarcane for joining us twice this week. And thanks to you for listening. Thanks to RuPaul's Drag Race and the Queens for entertaining and inspiring us. Follow Sugarcane at Miss Sugarcane on the socials. And give all your Drag Race Queens and local Queens some love and support during these times when they cannot be out performing live. Venmo a girl. So stay well, stay safe. Basically, Shantae, you stay at home. Cheers and see you next week.